So I talked about a cruising spot in the Welcome to the District Part 1 episode. It was that spot in between the D.C. courthouse and the police headquarters. And, you know, if you walk down through the little park area across the street, you'd be on the side of the Canadian embassy. Well, that night I was out there, I'd sucked so much dick, by the way, that night. That's no surprise to people. But I was sucking dick left and right because it was new to me. And I was in dick heaven. But I met this guy out there that night. We'll call him D. And not just because he has some really good dick, but because it's the initial of his first name. Now, D was my type. Let me say this. I have so many types. I like light skin to dark skin, thin to thick, short to tall. I'm one of those people who always says when asked about my type that I know him when I see him. And that's the truth. But D was tall. He was about 6'2", brown skin, bald head, mustache, goatee, hazel eyes, and he was 32. D, when I was at the cruising spot, started out watching me suck a couple of other dicks. And at this point, we were up on the side of the DC courthouse. And so I was sucking some dick and I saw D watching me, but so many other dudes were watching and it, it just was one of those things. You know how cruising spots can be. And I remember making my way down a short time later to cross the street to head to the side of the Canadian embassy because I wanted to see what the dick looked like down there. And as I was crossing the street, I saw these headlights flash. I thought nothing of it. And they flashed again. I again thought nothing of it. And then I heard this deep, sexy voice say, yo, light skin, let me holler at you for a minute. And, you know, I turned around. I'm like, I'm the only light skin motherfucker walking at this moment. Let me come up and see what this motherfucker talking about. So I go to the passenger side of his car and I'm in the fucking window like some bitch, <laughs> which is funny as shit when I think about it. I'm like some hole in the window. And he was kicking some some shit. You cute. And I've been watching you suck dick all night. Like, you know what the fuck you doing. You knocking them motherfuckers out one by one and and gassing my head up. Right. And I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm blushing. Yeah, I'm knocking motherfuckers out. I, I'm sucking so much dick out here, sending motherfuckers home to go to bed and shit like that. And we talked for about 45 minutes. I was at that car for a minute and he asked if I wanted to take a ride. Now, I say this in a lot of my episodes, how dick will make you do some dumb shit sometimes. 
Now, here I am. Don't even know, dude. I mean, I've been at the car for a little bit, but I don't know this motherfucker. But he's so fucking cute and just my type. And all I kept imagining was I'm about to go somewhere and suck his dick like a motherfucker. So I get in the car and we end up just riding. We're riding. We're talking. It was different because I really wanted to suck his dick. And that didn't happen. We drove around for about two hours after that. And then this motherfucker takes me home. Like, where do you live? Let me do this. I'm gonna drop you off and whatever. Um, so yeah, that happened. But we exchanged numbers and we chatted on and off for a minute, weeks. You know, that's a minute in gay terms. It's a long fucking time. And one night I decided, yo, I'm going to go back down to the spot, um, see what the dick is looking like tonight. And I head back down there. I'm doing my thing. I'm knocking motherfuckers off. I'm sucking dick. I look over and I see D standing there again. And he's watching me with that look of excitement. Um, that was a turn on to me again. I enjoy being watched. So that was sexy to me. And I finished sucking this one guy's dick and I got up off my knees. <laughs> Go figure, right? And I scooted to the side a little bit and stood there. And D came and stood next to me. And he said, you be sucking the shit out these dicks. And I said, yeah, I'm trying to suck yours. He said, really? I said, yeah. So D pulls his dick out on the spot and slides his pants down and takes my head and pushes it down. He pushes me on my knees to suck his dick. So I'm sucking D's dick. You know, a few guys are standing around there watching. Dick was rock hard. He's fucking my throat. I'm enjoying myself because I'm sucking dick. Okay. And D busts the fattest nut in my throat. I remember as he was about to nut, he did that thing where dudes take your fucking head and then they push their dick all the way in your throat. They don't give a fuck if you're breathing. I don't give a fuck if you pass out, just swallow this nut. And that's what I did. So after that, I got up. He said, let me take you home because you out here showing out. Same routine, get in the car. We drive around a little bit and D drops me off. Over a period of time, we started hanging out. We would do these meetups at the cruising spot. He would pick me up sometimes. We'd go eat. We became cool. Not dating, but cool. And I noticed that he became clingy a little bit. Not in a bad way. Some people are probably thinking, well, clingy is horrible. It wasn't a bad clingy, but it just was... If he started seeing me down at the cruising spot, 
he ended up not so much having an attitude, but he wasn't standing around watching me. And I, I kind of got the, the hint that something was a little off. So D and I are at dinner one night and we having this conversation and he's saying, you are just this unique guy. You know, I'm not going to sit here and give myself a bunch of adjectives that D gave me. I, I am. So he's like, you are this unique guy and your personality is just unlike what I've seen before. You are handsome and you are this and you are that. And he was pumping me up. He said, but it's something about watching you suck dick at the spot that drives me crazy. And I want to ask you a question and I don't want you to get offended. When motherfuckers say that, I don't want you to get offended. You don't have to add that part. Stop adding that part because we then start bracing ourselves for some bullshit to come out your mouth. And that's what I did. I'm bracing myself for this motherfucker to give me some bullshit. So he says to me, yo, I want to invite a couple of my boys over to my spot and you come over and I want to watch you suck them off. Would that offend you? And I started smiling because hell no, it wouldn't offend me. But part of me was starting to like D a little bit. And at that moment, I figured, hell, I can't never date this motherfucker. He want to watch me suck other niggas off. So I was like, no, nah, I wouldn't get offended. You set it up and we can make it happen. So about two weeks after that, D gets a hotel room and we're at the room chilling. He said, yo, three of my boys are going to stop by. We vibing. We just going to drink and let shit flow the way shit flow. Cool. So first knock at the door. I remember dude walking in. I remember dude being an older guy, sexy. Uh, he sits on the bed. Um, soon after that, dude number two and dude number three walk in. And they were a couple, by the way. I found out they walk in and I am amazed at how sexy everyone was. And we're sitting there drinking conversation. And D says to one of the dudes, pull your dick out. Let him see how big your dick is. So dude stood up and this was the second dude to come in. And he stood up and pulled his dick out. He had the biggest motherfucking dick. Huge huge and i start sucking his dick um the same for dudes number one and three they pull their dicks out laying back on the bed i'm sucking dick d is watching me go dick to dick to dick i'm blowing motherfuckers left and right i take my clothes off i got motherfuckers playing in my ass i got one dude eating my ass while i'm sucking the other dude i'm getting fingered I, it was just a freaky good time and D is laid back and he's stroking while all of this is happening. And then one by one, the dudes start busting nuts. One dude bust in my mouth. I then took the nut 
from my mouth and spit it on another dude's dick and started jacking him off and he bust in my hand. I then took that, slurped that up and started sucking the last dude off with the other dude's nut in my mouth. And then he bust a little more small talk and then they leave. So now it's just me and D in this hotel room. And D said, now suck my dick. I watched you suck them off. I want you to suck my dick. So I go over to the chair D was sitting in and I start sucking his dick. His dick was so nice. It was just the perfect size. And it was just so brown and pretty. Shaved pubic hair. Not shaved like all the way off, but trimmed, I should say. And I started sucking his dick. And that started a bunch of shit, like good shit. Um, He busted my mouth. I swallowed like I always did. D. He laid me back on the bed. He started licking my nipples while I beat off and I bust my nut. And we gone about our business together. Um, But that started a bunch of sessions like that. D and I would get together. And I would suck so many of his boys off. He would just have motherfuckers coming through the hotel room that we would get. And I'm sucking dick. Same process. I'm swallowing motherfuckers, sucking D off. It was just a good time had by all. So one night, D and I are hanging out and we're having this really good conversation. And he says that shit that a lot of us hear. I need to let you know that I'm married. And I got quiet. What, motherfucker? Like, how the fuck are you married? And this is what I said to him. How are you married? We have been getting up for months now. We have had so many motherfucking freak sessions the fuck do you mean you're married? How? How do you have the time to do this? And he went on to explain that his wife was also in the military and she didn't come to D.C. as often um, because he was stationed in the area. But she came enough to where on the times he would fall back and I would not hear from him. Those would be the times that she would be visiting. Um, I hope I didn't leave that little part out, by the way. D was in the military. Um, sexy ass. But um, so she would come and then she'd stay a few weeks. He'd fall back and then she'd go back to where she was stationed. And then he'd pop back up. And it made sense. And it also made sense why we always linked at hotels. We never linked at his spot with anybody. Um, but that night changed that. So I couldn't be in my feelings about anything. Again, we weren't dating. We were just getting together, freaking. So he said to me, you know, I, I, I think you are a cool guy. I don't want us to stop doing what we do and would like for us to maintain this friendship. 
I was so cool with that. I was fine with that. It was dick. I was young. I wasn't trying to, at this point, be with this dude. I just was enjoying the dick he was throwing my way and what we did. But that also changed the trust. So he started trusting me more to the point where D started letting me go to his house. And I remember the first time I pulled up in front of his house. It was over off Benning Road, not too far from Minnesota Avenue Metro. And because, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm, it's so vivid in my mind that first time. And I remember walking in and thinking, damn, like you trust me. You really trust me, and this is hot. So D had a man cave in the basement. I very rarely ventured to any other part of his home other than the basement and sometimes the kitchen if we were making drinks or something like that. I never went upstairs. I, I never went to any other part but the man cave and the kitchen. And we'd play video games, we'd watch movies, I'd suck his dick, um, usually always one-on-one. -on -one. And it just turned into a pretty cool friendship. I didn't see any signs of the wife in the man cave. I would occasionally see little signs of femininity if I passed the living room to get to the kitchen or something like that. And I could tell by some of the shit in the kitchen that a woman stayed there sometimes, but I saw no other signs of the wife. Um, and it just, it, it turned out to be a pretty good friendship. Well, one night I was going over and I decided I'm going to test the boundaries tonight. I'm ready for D to fuck me. So I get myself prepared, pull up at D's house. We're in the man cave and we were playing video games. And I looked at him and I was like, why don't you take me on a tour of your house? I've never seen your house other than this room in the kitchen. And he's like, well, it's really nothing to see. You know, the living room is upstairs. You pass that to get to the kitchen. And then on the top floor are the bedrooms. I was like, bro, just show me the house. Let me see some shit. So he takes me on this bullshit tour. This is the living room. You've been to the kitchen. This is the bathroom. Then we go up the stairs. He's like, this is a guest bedroom. Hall closet. And then we bypass the room. And I said, why are we bypassing that room over there. And he said, it's my bedroom. My wife and I share that bedroom. It's my bedroom. I was like, oh, okay. So you're not going to take me in there to see it. And he said, we don't really need to go in there. I'm on a tour. I want to see everything. So we walk into his bedroom and it wasn't a feminine bedroom, but it wasn't masculine either. So I could tell that he probably put some shit up while she was gone and then brought it back out when she was back in town. But um, 
I remember canvassing the room with my eyes and there was a king size bed and it was a tight room. I mean, it was a DC row home. They're not large, but it was pretty tight with this king size bed in there. And I sit back on the bed and his eyes got big and he said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just sitting on the bed. I said, I just want to feel, I want to feel where the magic happens. Like this is where the magic happens. I want to feel. And I sit back even further on the bed and he's like, maybe we should leave out the room. And I was like, wait, give me a second. And I look on the dresser, a small dresser, and there was a picture, a couple of pictures, actually, of the wife and some pictures of the two of them together. And I said to him, that's your wife. And he said, that's my wife. And I said, oh, she's pretty, which she was beautiful. And and another thing, he never wore a wedding ring. Let me say that part. He never wore a wedding ring. But once he confessed that he was married and I started coming over to the house, he'd have his ring on at the house. Um, but prior to confessing that he was married, I guess when he was hanging out and doing all that shit at the cruising spot and in the hotels, D never, ever wore a wedding ring and so I, i'm expressing how beautiful i think the wife is i was like she's very beautiful and he's like yes yeah, she is but you can tell he started feeling really uncomfortable and that made me hornier for some reason i was so fucking horny in this room i just was horny and i, I said to him why so he said yes yeah. so, Again, I saw him just so uncomfortable. And I said, there's something about sitting on this bed that's turning me on. And he did this chuckle, a nervous little chuckle, that little nervous laughter shit people do. And he said, oh, really? I said, yeah. I said, it just turns me on. I said, knowing that you fuck your wife on this bed is driving me crazy. And he said, okay. He was like, but I think we should head back downstairs. I was like, no, I don't want to head back downstairs yet. So I start taking off my shirt and I was not nervous because this is just how I am when I'm in a sexual zone. I can be very, <laughs> I can, I can just be very dominant when I'm wanting some dick, um, but also very submissive when I'm wanting some dick. It just depends on the dude. So I start taking my shirt off and he was like, bro, we really need to get the fuck out this bedroom. Let's go back downstairs. And I said, I want you to fuck me tonight, D. Do you think you can fuck me tonight? And he said, now you want to get fucked. I said, yeah, I want you to fuck me. 
He said, oh, we never fucked before. True, we never fucked before, but I want you to fuck me tonight. So stand up. I start pulling down my basketball shorts that I wore over there. And my shoes were already off because we had to take those off at the front door. And I pulled down my basketball shorts and I had on some thongs because he loved to watch me suck dick in thongs. So I had on a pair of thongs. I got back on the bed and he's like, this is not cool. This is not cool at all. And I said, D, fuck me right here. You owe me. You owe me. Fuck me right here. Fuck me where you fuck your wife. You owe me this, D. And he reached to grab me off of the bed. And I stood up and I'm in front of him. I was going to say in his face, but I was nowhere near in his face, but I'm in front of him and I look up at him and I just start kissing him. And it was a passionate ass kiss. And he fought it for a second. I could feel him trying to pull away and I was pushing him away a little bit and then pulling him toward me. And I was pushing him away because that was my way of saying, if you don't really want this, Go, roll out. But he wanted that shit. And he started squeezing my ass in this thong. He is kissing me so passionately. And I laid back on the bed. He's standing there. I'm on my elbows at this point. And I said, fuck me. So D pulls his pants down left his t-shirt on and he gets on the bed on top of me and we start kissing and it was just a passionate ass kiss and he oof, he turns me over on my stomach slides my thong to the side and he starts eating my ass on this bed and at this point, my head is facing the headboard and he's behind me. And I slowly turned to position myself so I could face the dresser. It just was more space. Yeah, we'll say that. So I position myself to face the dresser. He's not eating my ass. And... Oh, he ate my ass so good. And I'm moaning. I'm going crazy. And he is just going in. He's tongue fucking me. And it just felt amazing. It felt really good. And I looked back and he stepped back a little bit and stood up. And I turned around and I started sucking his dick. And I'm eating that dick up. Um, Taryn, do dick up, all right? Because I'm worked up. Mm. 
I step back a little bit. I look up and I said, fuck me. Please fuck me. He's like, all right, let me run downstairs and get the lube. So he goes downstairs, comes back up about five minutes later. I pulled that thong off. I am on my knees facing that dresser. And D walks in the room and he goes to the dresser and starts putting the pictures of his wife face down. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm putting the pictures face down. I don't want pictures of my wife in my face. And I'm about to fuck you. And I said, please leave one picture up. I said, leave the picture of you and her up. And he's like, what? I said, leave the picture of you and her up. I said, because I want to watch her watching you fuck me. And he was like, what the fuck? He was like, do you know how fucking sick that sounds? And I was like, it's not sick. It turns me on. I want to watch her watching you fuck me. Leave the picture up. And D did just as I asked. He left that one picture up with the two of them. He came around the bed, put the lube in my ass. He's fingering me. I'm focused on this fucking picture and I am focused on the wife's eyes in this picture. I know that shit probably sounds crazy, but that's what the fuck I was focused on. And then I felt him slide himself inside of me. And that was the best feeling. And you know how you do that little jolt in the beginning (laughs) as your body is adjusting and as you're getting used to the dick and the more he fucked just the overwhelming pleasure throughout my body was ridiculous and he fucked me so good he fucked me slowly and then he'd fuck a little fast and then slowly and then fast And the entire time he's fucking me, I am honed in on this picture because in my mind, I was thinking, you see your fucking faggot ass husband fucking me. You see your faggot husband fucking a nigga. You see that shit? You see that shit? And he is fucking me. Now, I was not saying that out loud. I was thinking that. So he's wearing my ass out, wearing me out i reach back because at one point he was grabbing me by my neck and my throat as he's fucking me and then he pulled me back when he did that i'm now my back is on his chest and he's fucking me that way i took his left hand and i started sucking his wedding finger with the ring, I started licking the wedding ring and I'm sucking that one finger while he's fucking me. And I kept licking the fucking wedding ring, focused on this fucking picture of 
you and your motherfucking wife. And I think it turned him on because he really started wearing my ass out. And before I knew it, he pushed me down, pulled out, jacked me around, and bust in my mouth. And I just remember tasting all that married nut. And swallowing all that married nut. Mm. That shit was so hot. I turned around, looked at the picture. I did this smile. Oh my goodness, you guys. I feel like I sound so psychotic as I'm reminiscing about this shit. But I did this smile. I put my clothes on. Freshen up in the bathroom. We go back down into the man cave. And he said, that's some wild shit. Like, I cannot be fucking you in my wife's bed. That's some wild shit. And it felt a little uncomfortable. And I was like, no, it didn't. The way you fucked me, that shit did not feel uncomfortable. Stop bullshitting. And he's like, it felt uncomfortable. And I just, I can't be doing this. Well, I'll tell you, we fucked for probably five years after that and we only fucked in the bed with that fucking wife's picture looking at us and we would repeat the same routine i'd suck his finger his wedding finger and <laughs> that ring finger and just suck that ring and yo that was some good married d straight up 